to God, glory to God, glory to God. You are all welcome. Welcome to lunch hour with high achievers. Glory to God. You are welcome. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I trust you had a wonderful, fruitful, very productive week. Glory to God. We slept and we awoke because the Lord sustained us. And for this, we are grateful. Once again, I'd like to appreciate every one of you for joining us during our sessions throughout the week and on lunch hour with High Achievers. Next month, we'll celebrate two years of lunch hour with High Achievers. We are grateful for sustenance, preservation, protection, divine wisdom, and divine favor. We are grateful to God. Hallelujah. So you are all welcome once again. You are blessed, highly favored. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you. Seth Kwanza, Pastor Seth, you're welcome. Watching all the way from Ghana. God bless you, Pastor Seth. Yvonne, you're welcome. Agnes, you're welcome. Miriam, you're welcome. Pastor Johnson, you're welcome. Bianca, you're welcome. God bless you all for joining us. God bless you. God bless you. You are all welcome once again for joining us. Today I have with me my biological son, Pastor Michael Jr. Hallelujah. <laughs> so that's image of you one and image of you two. Is it? I saw, I saw you put uh, image of you, image of you two. So yes, sir. I'm image of you one. <laughs> yes, sir. Indeed. I'm following, following to become. Following to become, eh? <laughs> Is your is your volume is your volume okay there? You can hear me. I can hear you, sir. Can you hear me? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Awesome. So you're all welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We have our guest, Pastor Michael Jr. Praise AKA God. AKA Face DCO. If you listen, the song that was played earlier on was one of his uh, creations, Face Regardless. His first first album and we are grateful we are thankful thank you for making time to be with me on this platform you are blessed and highly favored so everyone please share 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 there's a lot we're going to um learn from this humble gentleman very actively involved in our ministry and we're going to have a good time this is part one we're going yes, to have part two on the 5th of March. So this is volume one to give you a taster for what is yet to come. The Bible says success without a successor is failures. And Bible says a good man shall leave an inheritance to his children's children. I believe that there's a lot that our sons and daughters can offer. The Bible says the old men shall dream dreams and the young men shall see visions. The combination of the young and then the old. You know, when I say old, my wife says, talk about yourself. I'm in middle age. So we will say we are the old, <laughs> old, old, old one with our green wisdom. So we'll say, let's, let's put it this way, fathers and sons. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that, that's a very powerful combination. As a lot can be done. The, the, the fathers have the gray hair symbolizing wisdom 
and then uh, the sons have the energy and the vigor of vitality and the agility, vision plus dreams, and a lot can be accomplished. So I want you to, everyone, share, invite many people. This gentleman is loaded with a lot of wisdom. Our young men, our sons, our daughters are loaded with great wisdom. So please share, 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 and invite many people to join us. First thing I'd like to say is appreciate you for um, your tenacity, your sacrifice. Um, you've been with us um, from the beginning of the ministry and your sacrifice, um, your selflessness has not waned over the years and you're still at it early to church, one of the last to leave. We just want you to know we are proud of you and we are grateful to God for your life. We want you to know that we've said it before, but it's important for us to let you know we are thankful to God for you make God the ministry God has called us to do. You make it easy. You take off some of the burdens so we don't have to come and then come and deal with this and deal with that before we have to preach. So publicly, I want to start by saying thank God for your life and for your input in our lives and our ministry. And thank God for your wife and thank God for your grandchildren and giving us access, both of you, you and Bianca, giving us access to your grandchildren. We are grateful to that. We are grateful to God and to you guys for that. So <laughs> God bless you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Bishop. Awesome. Awesome. Noel, you are welcome. Mama B says selfless son. That's one of your powerful major characteristics which we are very grateful to God for. So let's get the ball rolling. Now, your name is, uh, introduce yourself to us. <laughs> okay, so I am uh, Michael Huttonwood Jr., uh, also known as Michael Huttonwood II, um, following very humbly and very proudly after my father, um, who's on the screen. And I just want to take a moment as well to thank God for your life, Bishop. Um, I, I've, I've watched you. Um, from being in your house, from moving out to watching you outside of the home, watch you in church when we've gone, when I've had the opportunity to go with you to minister in different places um, across the nations, and you, you're 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 a true man, first and foremost, you're a true man of God, and you are an absolute inspiration. And I I, I look at you and and I'm f attempting to 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 pull from you and learn from you every day. Um, to become the man that God wants me to be. So um, I'm very proud to be named after you. Very, very proud to be named after you. So whenever I pop the second or the junior, I'm, I'm, I'm proud because I've seen I've seen the Huttonwood name get attacked. I've seen the Huttonwood name um, attempt to be tarnished and destroyed and ruined. And you've you've stood firm in God, and you have not waned and you have not allowed it. And because I see that example, as as tough as it's been, I see that example. I emulate, I follow. Um, so I'm, I'm Michael Hattonwood, proud to be Michael Hattonwood the second, and then my son is the third. We're creating a dynasty, a legacy out here, Dad. So um, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see what he does. We know what he'll do, but we'll see what he does when his time comes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm also known as uh, Phase GCO, which is my um, music minister name. Um, so the the Phase it stands for um, firmly attached. To Zion forever, mm. God's chosen one. 
So it was when I was younger and, um, you know, music has always been in the family. Dad sings, mom sings, sister sings, wife sings. We, we, all, we all minister um, in song. And um, when I was younger, God revealed to me that this is something that he wants me to do, that I have a, a gift and a passion in doing. Um, so when the name came, it was just about, okay, firmly attached to Zion forever. So F-A-Z-E. So it's almost like, the next phase. So my dad came and started a generation, started a phase, a new legacy. Then it was for me, the revelation was for me to come in and create another phase, the next phase, um, where we could reach the younger people through music, performing arts. And then the GCO was just God's chosen one. It was, uh, I remember when I first made that name, someone said to me, I went to minister with Bishop somewhere and then someone came to me afterwards and said, oh, you can't call yourself God's chosen one. Because we're all God's chosen ones. And I said, I said, exactly. I said, I, I never said I'm the only God's chosen one. I said, we are all God's chosen ones. So I'm just putting it in my name so that when I say it, I remind myself. When it's said about me, you confirm it in my life. When I say it about you, it's confirmed in your life. So the more you hear it, the more it's written down, you know, write the vision down, make it plain. It's said more, it's remembered more. And because it's always written, it will always be in the forefront of my mind. So uh, when I say I'm God's chosen one, that's me reminding myself of the type of life that I need to live in order to draw other people to become God's chosen as well. Wow. I told you this guy is loaded with wisdom. <laughs> I haven't actually ever asked him uh, what phase GCO meant or if I have. It's been uh, probably many years. A, a while. <laughs> Family attached to Zion. Now Zion stands for the church. No, no wonder you are, because one of the things we're talking about is <laughs> how addicted you are to church. I remember years ago when you had they said this story. When I'm saying it, I don't say it properly. That, that episode with the bus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, and we said to you, and you had pop, and we said to you, you know, we found you have pop on your leg, so why don't you just rest, just take it easy? You said, no, no, no. <laughs> you still came to church. Yes. And play the drums. Throughout, so that name, family attached to Zion. The word Zion stands for church. So that makes sense because it's exhibiting, it's, it's demonstrated clearly in your life. Family attached to church. No wonder, irrespective of the POP or no POP, you are so <laughs> insistent that you need to be in church. From yes, sir. Family attached to Zion forever. God's chosen one. So shall it be in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. That's Amen. awesome. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want you to enjoy this wisdom from this gen the distinguished gentleman. I don't want you to enjoy it alone. I want you to call everyone that you know. Call your church members. Call the happy family. Call your relatives. Call everyone. Let them come and participate and enjoy this wisdom. Get your youth because this gentleman has a great passion for young people. You should see him with children, uh, both at school and in church. You know, this gentleman has raised, helped uh, many people's children, you know, right from the infancy as they were going through the young age to teenagehood, and etc., etc. So please share, 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 invite many more people to join us. Squash 455, once again, you're welcome. Yvonne Minta, God bless you, you're welcome. Evolving Butterflies, you're welcome. Rotendo Jeneth, you're welcome. George Roots, you're welcome. God bless you. 
I am on the platform today with my biological son, my only biological son, our firstborn. God bless you, Michael Hutton Wood Jr., a.k.a. Face DCO. Atayao, you are welcome. Now, I was going to ask you how did you came by the name Face DCO, but you've gone ahead and done that. So, let's move ahead. For the past few weeks, we've been dealing with the power and the wisdom of embracing change. So, why must everyone find their purpose? Now, we're going to take our time. We have two sessions, so we're going to take our time and then talk about this is a father and son conversation but benefits parents benefit husbands benefit wives benefit the youth benefit adults the kind of relationship we can um, develop with our children and make better and make better i never had an opportunity to have such um uh, relation with my with my father but thank god that uh, we're riding on the DNA of our father, that's his grandfather, to go ahead and do what we are doing. Now, why must everyone find their purpose in life, develop themselves for it, and to do it? Why should people take time to find what their purpose is in life and develop themselves and fulfill it and fulfill or follow their script and not somebody else's script? Because you have followed your script um, our father, my father, was a musician, he was a teacher, he was a lecturer, he was a general manager. He had a DNA of music, and mm. I took it to a particular level. You have taken it further to the point where you've released two different albums, and on and on and on. So, uh, why must everyone find their purpose in life, develop themselves for it, and literally follow it and do it? Thank you, sir. Um First of all, it's um, discovering your purpose. Obviously, we, we we firmly believe that each of us has been given a purpose from God. Um, and we've all been sent to earth um, for specific reasons. You know, there's a lot, there's a number of things that we can achieve that are general, um, which people can benefit from. But there are specific things that each of us has been wired with, gifted with. Um, growing up, I remember hearing from you, Bishop, a lot that, a lot of times things that things that trouble your spirit, things that grieve you, there is a strong inkling or inclination that you're called in that area to fix those things or to have that as a major part of your life. So for myself, like you said, music has been in, in, in our blood. So that's been one thing that's drawn our, the grandfather to yourself and then to me and then and further down. So for me, it was a thing of, okay, music was a passion to me. And then knowing God and loving God and serving God was also a passion. So how do I bring the two of those things together? Mm. A lot of times when I listen to gospel music, um, it was a case of, okay, it's nice, it's encouraging, um, but there's, 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 there's more. It felt like there was more that could be done with it. So as I started to listen to young Christians making music, it was, it was catchy, it was upbeat. It's like, okay, this is good. But then the lyrical content would sometimes get lost in translation or sometimes get lost within the music. So I said to myself, okay, how do I bring the lyrical content from worship and praise to upbeat music, music that people can relate with now in this modern generation? And God just gelled the two of them together through prayer. And one thing I love about God and when you're walking in his purpose, 
things come easy. Um, it's not a struggle for, for, for you, for example, Bishop. One of the things that God, the gifts that God has given you is writing. You, you, you pick up a pen and a paper, you pick up your iPad, your laptop, you start typing away. It's just, it's just, it just flows because you're walking in your purpose. And when you find what your purpose is in Christ, his grace is sufficient and it just flows, it just flows, it just flows. So one of the reasons why it's so important to discover our purpose is so that we can feel fulfilled in life. Mm. A lot of people are walking around um, as copies and imitations of other people who are also copies and imitations of other people. So we're basically pirate copies of pirate copies. You see, when you're watching a movie, you're trying to enjoy the movie, and you see that head stand up, blocking the screen, blocking the most important, the most important part of the movie. That's what some of our lives are showing. We're just in the way of what we're meant to be doing. We're in the way of who we're really meant to be. So um, for me, it's important for us to take time in prayer, to find out what is our purpose. And then once you discover it, you need to develop it and send it out to the world to be a blessing. So one thing you've shown me, um, Bishop, is if you don't discover your purpose, you will always be frustrated in life and you will always be trying to please people. And people are, people, we change, we change as the wind blows, we, we change. As situations change, we change. But God is constant, God is consistent, and it's in him that we want to rediscover um, our purpose and then develop it and send it out to the world to be a blessing. So, and it's important not to, what's the word? Just settle. It's important not to settle. It's important to always look to God to find out what is the next step, what is the next stage, what is the next thing I'm meant to be doing. And then when you find out, you have to be obedient as well. There's, there's, God won't give, you've, you've taught me, God won't give me another instruction or the next thing for me to do if I have ignored or disobeyed the previous instruction he's given me to do. So it's important to just look to God and find out what your giftings are, what your talents are. That it really sits on my heart, that thing you mentioned, I've, I've held on to it, that the thing that troubles you, whatever, tr whatever, you see something you don't like, you know, with, with, with you that it's, it's, you can't stand ignorance. You can't stand poverty. So in everything you do and everything you teach is to eradicate ignorance, is to eradicate poverty. So with me, it's a thing of, I want to show love. One of the things that, that, that drives me on is, I want to show love that doesn't have strings, that doesn't have attachments, that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not showing you love because I want something back. I'm showing you love because that's what Christ was. That's what God is and that's who he's made me to be. So that's one of my key purposes is to show, show love with no strings attached, AKA agape love, love in spite of. Awesome. Awesome. That's powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, I trust you are being blessed getting something great from this. Ellie J, you are welcome on Instagram. Tasha. You are welcome on Instagram. God bless you. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. This is serious, powerful uh, wisdom. I'm learning a lot from Pastor Michael Jr. Odufukai, you are welcome. God bless you. Now, why must we be passionate about everything that we do? Career, profession, and 
and more especially in God's house. Why should we be passionate, passionate about everything that we do in our careers, in our profession, and more especially in God's house? Because, you know, we have people who sometimes in God's house, there's liberties, it's God's house. You know, sometimes we don't attach professionalism to the things of God and to God. So we do that probably in the secular uh, world, but we don't attach that kind of passion and drive, you know, like the, the, the psalmist said, the zeal of God's house has consumed me. Sometimes we don't attach that element of zealousness with regards to things. We'll do that probably on our job because if we don't, probably they will not pay us. But, <laughs> <laughs> but why is it important that we should not just be passionate in our careers and our profession, but also be, be passionate about the things of God and how we serve in God's house and how we do things uh, for God. Mm. Uh, yeah, thank you, Bishop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go backwards on, on that answer and start yeah. where you just finished. Mm. Now, it, whether, whether you believe it or not, the truth of the matter is, so I just quoted my, one of my lyrics there, you know, I just have to throw it in there, praise God. <laughs> uh, the truth is, without God, nothing is possible. Yeah. With God, all things are possible. So for, for me, I'm a firm believer. And like I said, whether people believe it or not, this is the truth. God has given us the strength, the ability, the wisdom to be able to do anything and everything that we do. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's actually disrespectful to give more to man or give more to the world than to give to God. Yeah. So if you're passionate on your job, but you're not passionate about the things of God, the things of God, it's, it's a problem and we all need to rectify it. No judgment. It's just, it's, it's, it's what we need to do because, um, when I, when I'm working on my job, I give everything, I give my all. But the reason why I'm doing that is because God has called me to do so. Mm. God has given me the ability to do so. He's given me, he gives me the wisdom day to day, the strength day to day. So how can I now, when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to his house, when it comes to his, his youth, his, his people, the gospel, how can I not have that same passion, if not even more passion for the one who's allowed me to have everything, to do everything. So in life, we, 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 we become forgetful. We, we can become quite complacent at times mm. and we forget all that God has done for us. The fact that yeah. we have a new day is worthy of thanksgiving, is worthy of praise. So even before you get up to go and give someone else or something else that same passion we need to make sure we give that passion and more to the one who created us i mean passion when you're passionate about something it's 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 you giving your best yeah and god has given us life so we should give him our best first Mm -hmm. and foremost but being passionate is also it also draws people it also attracts people being passionate is attractive you know when you're chasing when you're chasing, when you're chasing, you know, the, the lady in the bishop, you know, when you're chasing mum, and I, <laughs> when, I was, when I was chasing Bianca, you have to, you have to show passion. Because yeah. if, if, if you're approaching and then there's no passion, you know, you go to say something and you're just, your talk is monotonous or is blasé, nothing's happening. No one is being attracted to nobody. Yeah. And the same goes for day-to-day life where when you're passionate about something, it is attractive. Mm-hmm. Obviously, disclaimer, the right attraction. Don't just because yeah. I've said it's attractive. Don't you know? Don't let's not get ideas, people. Let's think. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah, praise God, praise God. But 
uh, it's it's being passionate. When you're passionate about something, it draws people towards you. And yeah. with me, my father, my family, we are all about drawing people to Christ. You know, everyone who sees me, everyone who's been impacted by myself, I'm always I'm always quick to let them know that. Yep, yeah, I appreciate everything you said. I appreciate the compliments. I thank God. I give I give all glory, all praise to God because I know that if it was not for God on my side, yeah. I wouldn't be the man I am today. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the son I am today. The um, the husband, the father, none of it, none of it, none of it, none of it. So, all passion must first and foremost be given to God and the things of God. God is the rewarder. Everything I do for every single person in my life, I'm doing it unto God. Mm. Whether it's father, mother, wife, children, colleagues, I'm, I'm doing it because that's who God has made me to be. That's what God wants me to do and that's who he wants me to be. So because of that, he will bless me. He'll reward me. So, you know, sometimes it's easy to come into the house of God and when you're in the walls, you're on fire for God. Yep, you know, your light is shining. But Bishop, you taught me. You've taught me time and time again, and you taught us all those who have been under your ministry. If your light shines brightest amongst light, there is no difference. Mm. Our light must shine brightest in the darkness. Yeah. Because light on light, we're brighter. Fantastic. We're shining brighter. Beautiful. But that passion in the house of God needs to be taken out and shown to the world. That way we make a difference in our workplaces. We make a difference in our neighborhoods, in our communities, because that's where the real passion needs to be shown, not just in church or um, our own individual passion. No, the light of God, the passion for God and the things of God has to be seen in the world. So we just pray for more grace for us all. Amen. Awesome. I see an amen to that. Glory <laughs> to God. Ladies and gentlemen, I am on lunch hour with high achievers with my biological son, my firstborn, my only biological son, glory to God, who has grown up through our ministry to become a pastor in our church. He holds a first degree from Roehampton University, and he's also a, a, a teacher. He loves kids. You should see this guy with children. You know, every time I see you, I've, got, I don't know, I've said this to you before, every time I see you and your son, Michael the Ted, I said, my goodness, this guy, and that probably bring me to the question I'm going to ask you. This guy uh, is doing better with his son. He's a better husband, a better father, a better man, a better king, and a better priest at his age than I was at that age because he followed to become. He stayed with the word, has stayed with the word, learned from our mistakes and is doing better. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about yes, sir. you can see whenever you look at him that thank God that this guy is not repeating our mistakes. Such a joy to see how you are with your, your son play with your son, play with your daughter. It's so exciting and, you know, it's worthy of emulation. May God grant you more grace in that particular area to excel and go higher and go further. In Jesus' Amen. precious name. Amen. Amen.
So, thank you. Why should we adopt the spirit of excellence? The spirit of excellence. Let me just welcome some few people who have joined us. A free year, Doc. God bless you. A Kia Bawa. God bless you. Pastor Boye Olu from KICC, man of God. God bless you. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. God bless you. Prophet Tim is also watching all the way from Takradi in Ghana. My goodness, we are honored to have every one of you with us. Ikuya Bawa, God bless you. Free dot. God bless you. Thank you all for joining us. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. We have Tasha on board with us. Adduce with us. God bless you. I think I saw Kila or Kisha on board. Let me just welcome. Um, Glory to God. Glory to God. That gives you time, Pastor Michael. We'll talk, we're going to talk about excellence. Catherine Derrick. Catherine Derrick, God bless you. You are welcome. Uh, George Roots, you're welcome. Rikelas, you are welcome. Thank you all for joining us in part one of a conversation with my biological son. So you are all welcome. You're all welcome. God bless you. So, the spirit of excellence. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6 verse 3, For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding and interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubt were found in this Daniel. The Bible says Daniel was preferred above all the presidents because an excellent spirit was found in him. Excellent spirit was found within him. Why must we adopt the spirit of excellence in everything that we do in the ministry, in our career, in our profession, in marriage, in our parenting and everything? Why must we adopt the spirit of excellence in everything we do, especially in the ministry for God, once again, just like passion? Why is it important for us to be excellent and not average and mediocre in the things that we do in our career, profession, everything we touch? especially in the house of God. Why should we adopt the spirit of excellence? Why should we, we be excellent and not average and not mediocre? Yes, sir. One one thing um, in the years that have gone by that I've taken from from you when you've taught about the points of excellence is, and, and, and from mum as well. Shout out, mum. Praise God. Um, <laughs> one thing she likes to do is but one thing she's done in her teaching and in her raising of myself and my sister is making mention of, okay, what let's, let's also look at, as much as looking at the teachings, let's look at the opposites as well. So for example, excellence, what's the, what's the opposite of excellence? Probably in, in inadequate, 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 yeah. inadequate, yeah. inadequate, yeah. inadequate, yes. Being inadequate, um, being rubbish, being, you know, poor so in life we always want things that are excellent we want husbands and wives that are excellent we want children that are excellent we want jobs that are excellent we want our pay to be excellent our health to be excellent everything we purchase everything we have to be excellent if we don't show excellence and live excellence we cannot attract excellence but we always want to have things that are excellent without putting in excellence first mm. and you've taught us that in order to have the best you have to be the best yeah you have to do the best you have to work harder you have to try more you have to uh, start before everyone you have to finish after everyone 
in order to have the best, you have to be the best. Yeah. So when it comes to showing excellence, it's important because in order to achieve everything that we have to achieve, we have to work hard. Nothing comes easy. Nothing comes on a, on a silver platter. We're not born with silver spoons in our mouths, yep. especially, you know, our people, you know, Bishop, you came from nothing and now you're here. So as much as I don't have to start from nothing because of you and the sacrifices that you've made, as much as that's the truth, I still also want to have that mindset of, no, no, no. I want to start from where I am yeah. and climb yeah. and climb and become excellent. Everything that you do, whether it's your books, whether it's your preaching, it's all excellent. You, you, put, you put effort, you put heart, you put soul into it. And because of that, I've seen the rewards that you have reaped and the more rewards that are coming yeah. and on their way. And I've seen that it, it pays off. It's difficult and it's challenging, but it absolutely pays off. So, and once again, excellence, just like passion, is attractive. You know, you've taught us that the, the world can be a, a dark place. The world can be an evil place. But when you're excellent at something, your excellence can nullify racism. Your, your excellence can nullify sexism, ageism. Every negative connotation that is still in the world today, unfortunately, you being excellent can take that away, can, can, yeah. can, can build a bridge that destroys those negative um, traits that are in the world. So if you, wanna, if you want to make it in life, you have to try to be your best. Be your best, do your best, and let God do the rest. So excellent, and have an excellent spirit. It's, it's uplifting, it's encouraging, because we're here, we're here to be a blessing to the world. Mm -hmm. We're here to show the world that, that Jesus is the light and God is hope. And we have, we have to fight. We have to fight to do these things on a day-to-day -day basis. So yeah. it's important to show excellence in everything you do because, you know, God, God giving us breath every day is him showing excellence over us. Mm -hmm. It's him showing love over us. So how can we not do the same back for him and in our lives? Absolutely. Input determines output. Input yes, determines output. Input determines output. You sow excellence, you reap, you reap excellence. That's it. You sow mediocrity, you, you reap mediocrity. You sow average, you reap average. So you want things that are excellent, you want to excel, you want to be appointed as the president of presidents like Daniel. The Bible says, an excellent spirit was found in Daniel. So, mm. excellence is not borrowed. Excellence is not claimed. Excellence is cultivated. It's a spirit. It's a spirit that we need to cultivate. Excellence. Excellence. You show excellence, you attract excellence. <laughs> Absolutely. So, once again, you are all welcome. Ima, you're welcome on Instagram. It's Malaika, you're welcome on Instagram. Abuse, you're welcome on Instagram. Bishop Stella, you are welcome. God bless you. God bless you. Prophet Otin is watching all the way from Nigeria. God bless you, Prophet Otin. God bless you for joining us. Frank, Franklin Egudo, God bless you. You are welcome. God richly bless you. I would like to believe I welcome everybody. Kofi Daku, God bless you. You are welcome. 
Thank you for joining us today. Emmanuel Chede, God bless you. Arlene Maxwell, God bless you. God bless you. Our guest today is Pastor Michael Jr. Hallelujah, a.k.a. Face DCO. Now, you do a lot of multitasking. Hey, <laughs> hey, No wonder you call uh, uh, Deborah. The two of you say you are my, my brother from... from and, and another mother. <laughs> Oh, and, my my sister, and my sister from another mister. <laughs> <laughs> yes, multitasking. I mean, you, this gentleman comes very early, 9 o'clock, 9.30, whatever. You know, it's in the technical department. I want this guy to start there. Sometimes uh, teach or preach, but Charlie is in the media department, is in the technical department, is in the music department, is leading praise and worship. Is, I mean, it's all over the place. My goodness, how do you multitask? <laughs> multitask, you know, what kind of spirit is this? <laughs> Bishop oh, and okay. Jerry, God bless you, Bishop and Jerry, you are welcome. How do you manage to multitask and, you know, be everywhere, you know, and so do an excellent uh, job? Thank so you, why sir. do you multitask? Well, what's happening? <laughs> I think um, coming back, linking back to um, discovering your purpose and the importance of knowing who God has made you to be and, and finding out the things that you're good at and what you've been called to do. For me, I've got um, one of my my gifts is I call I call it I call it no gaps. Mm. So for me, wherever wherever you're doing, if there's if there's um a gap in something. So whether it's the ministry, whether it's work, whether it's life, I'm, I'm all for no gaps. Meaning if, um, say for example, there's a job that needs to be done that requires 10 people and we only have five people. And I'm, I'm very much likely to be that person where, okay, everyone can take one role. I'll take the other six. If need, if need, or someone can take two and I'll take the other five maybe, or, you know, delegate. But, for me, it's all about no gaps and yeah. it's about how, how can I be the most impactful? How can I be the most helpful and how can it be most rewarding to not only God, but also to the people who are around me? So, you know, I have a, a passion for music, as, as you said, Bishop. So music department, that's a must, it, you know, dr- playing on the drums, you know, sweating all, all of it. You know, that's, that's my gift. That's, yeah. that's my gift to God as well, because that's me praising God through through instruments and then when i have a chance to sing that's also me praising god through through my instrument um but then you raised us to be more than just you know you can you can you can serve god and, and praise god in more than one way so whether it's leading prayer whether it's doing a teaching whether it's helping in the technical ministry which then sends the word of god out to the nations that's right. that's, that's that carries that carries another blessing in itself so yeah. for me it's about how can i be the most impactful even at work um you know, for, for any of my colleagues who might be watching, I remember when I first started where I was, when I first started where I was, it was a thing of, um, I was in a particular year group, but you would find me, <laughs> you would find me in this year group, that year group, you know, taking this from that person to take to the office or taking this from the office to take to that year group. And I just found myself everywhere so much so that even to this day, they don't let me live it down. They're like, oh, a lot of times, you know, you weren't, where you were meant to be, but when you were there, you gave everything, you did your all. Right. And 
you know, for me, it was just a thing of, okay, how can I be the most impactful? How can I be, what legacy? Because you, you, Bishop, you taught us about legacy and impact. You know, for whatever period of time you are where you are, you need to have the most impact on people's lives with God's help as possible. You know, one of the, the scriptures that you raised me on and, and my was, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And as, as you keep, the thing, the importance of the scriptures are the more you read them, the more you believe. The more you believe, the more you live. The more you live, the more you become. So if I'm consistently hearing, I can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens me, what can't I do? You know, that was the inspiration even behind the title of my, um, one of my albums, No Limits, No Boundaries. Yeah. I, I can do all things through Christ. I know I can do all things through Christ because I've heard it, I've seen it, I'm living it, I've lived it. So for me, when it comes to multitasking, for me, it's just about God giving me the grace to do as much as I can for him in the time that I'm here. You know, um, I'm, I'm young. But I'm not getting younger. Mm. So it's, it's about having impact now. You know, I don't, I don't think, oh, maybe in 10 years time, I can start being the person who God has really called me to be. No, the time is now. The time is now. Cause in 10 years, there might be something else that God wants me to, to, to be focused on or doing. So it's about having as much impact as I can now, which is why you find me doing this. You find me doing this. I'm, I'm here, there, but I always make sure that I don't just do things for the sake of doing them. Dad, you've shown me in life that you can you can be doing great things, but if God hasn't put you there, God hasn't placed you there, as much as you might get praise and reward from people and you might be blessed to a degree, that's not what God wants you to do. So for me, it's it's still the most important that I'm where God wants me to be at that time, doing what God wants me to do at that time. So when it comes to the house of God, I'll, I'll do everything if I can. But in that same breath, we're also taught the importance of, of delegation and raising people mm. to, to, to do the things that we do, to allow us to also do more. I look at yourself, Bishop. You used to lead prayer. You used to lead praise and worship. You used to do the welcome, deliver the word, do the tithe and offering, do the announcement, do the benediction, and then do counseling mm. after the service. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know what but as, as as amazing as that was you couldn't you wisdom said you couldn't continue that because yeah. you would burn out and you wouldn't become all that god has for you to become so you through wisdom raised men and women and delegated okay catch my spirit take my spirit which is exactly what i've done and continue to try to do mm. take my spirit run run with this run with this make it work make it work and, and from us picking that and like you said almost lightening the load it's allowed you to transcend and just uh, spend more time with god that's just taken your ministry and your word the word that you deliver to us to another level completely yeah. another level so um so i'm learning also that okay as much as i'm i'm able to do multiple things i'm also now at that stage where it's like okay i will do that which is fine but i also now like my father like my bishop need to start pouring into other people, you know, when it comes to the instruments, when it comes to the youth, pouring into other people so that they can also catch the spirit from you that I have into their lives. So that way we can, we can do more for the kingdom. Absolutely. We can do more. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, I trust you're getting 
powerful revelation from Pastor Michael Franklin Egudo says, may God continue to empower you, brother, in Jesus' precious name. That's powerful, Amen. Michael. Amen. Pastor Michael Johnson, that thing you said, a good philosophy, no gaps. That's very powerful, no gaps, no gaps. Ladies and gentlemen, all of us must ensure that there are no gaps in our churches, in our ministries, in our homes, in our departments, in our businesses. We should make sure we fill the gaps. You know, you are, you, you, you are just speaking and you're just touching on some of the best things I'll be teaching uh, the Lord was teaching me today for tomorrow's service. Uh, Moses came to a place where the burden was just too much for him. So he went to God and said to him, I didn't burn these people. These people were like, <laughs> I didn't give birth to these people. You know, they're asking for water today. They're asking for meat today. They're asking for that today. I mean, look, you kill me, kill me. So God said, get 70 elders, bring them, and I will take off your spirit. You touched on that, and that's one of the key things we're looking at tomorrow. I will take off the spirit on the leader yes, sir. and put it on the elders. There's no way you can function in your church and do what your bishop does or your pastor does or your CEO on your job does if you don't catch his spirit. And it's a spirit thing. You have to catch it. You don't teach spirit. You catch spirit. The, the, mm. the, the philosophy, the perspective, the mindset, the passion, the zeal of the leader of the organization. You catch his spirit to run with his spirit to be able to see the same results that he also sees. And that is what we've caught and have been displaying all the no gap philosophy, no gaps. There shouldn't be, if anyone watch, everyone watching precious guests and friends and members, family, catch the spirit, whatever role you play in your church, your ministry, your department, your ministry, your home. It's important that you ensure you are there to lift burdens, the yes, burden sir. of the leader, the burden of the husband, the burden of the wife, the burden of the children, the burden of ministry. You're supposed to lift that burden, fill that gap with your gift, what you are very good at. Fill that gap. Don't leave gaps. Take the burden of your leader. And I'm telling you, the same blessing that he gets, you will enjoy the same blessing. And approach it with the spirit of excellence. See it as if it is yours. See that business as if it's yours. See that ministry as if it's yours. Give it your best. And I'm telling you, you'll be, have no idea. You'll be flowing the same spirit as your leader. Like Gehazi mm -hmm. did not cut the spirit of uh, uh, Elisha, but Elisha cut the spirit of Elijah. Elijah. To the extent that he said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest upon Elisha. You know, when you go to a ministry, you can tell those who have caught the ministry, the spirit of the leader and the vision of the house, they just flow just like he flows. And I pray that same spirit will come upon everyone here that you go back to your church tomorrow. Also, Judah, everyone, you go to your church, whichever church you belong to. When you go there tomorrow, take the burden of your leader, catch, aim to catch the spirit of your pastor, your bishop, your CEO, your, your general of us, aim to catch it so you can flow in the same spirit, same vein, see the same results. It comes, it doesn't come automatically. It comes by catching the spirit. So aim, crave for, ask for, pray for, go for, pursue the spirit that is upon your leader. So you can just flow. So when it's time to delegate, they don't call other people is you that they call to fulfill that particular role. 
Fugas a powerful teacher. You know, I'm excited. You know, when you're speaking about uh, being in the ocean, being in the technical music, you know, I'm reminded, you are just reminding me of my history. Yes, I got saved, your mother got saved. We're in the usher department, we're in the security department, we're in the cleaning department, we're in the music department, we're in the drama department, we're in the youth department. I mean, we're filling gaps. So, mm. so to hear you, I'm hearing you saying what we used to do when you were yes, not sir. there. <laughs> yes, sir. That's why yeah. it's a strange thing. That's exactly but, it. But, you know, the way you millennials put it, that's a powerful, uh, no gaps, no gaps. That's a powerful, you see, that's why the old people must work with this young people. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'll say it will be maybe through Ghana English, but this is the British uh, <laughs> British philosophy. As Johnson said, good philosophy, no gaps, no gaps. Ladies and gentlemen, catch this wisdom from Pastor Michael Jr. No gaps. Fill that gap in your ministry. If you are a financer, you are, you are into finances, you are into business, Create a business department, finance department, uh, millionaires club with the approval of your pastor to build millionaires in that church. Bring that gifting, a man's yeah. gift and make room for him and bring him before great men. Bring that gifting. Tell your pastor, I'm gifted in this area. I want to create this kind of ministry within this ministry to enhance this ministry. And I'm telling you the same spirit and results and blessings upon the pastor will come upon you. I see everyone on this platform tomorrow to see you in church, in House of Judah, or the church that you belong to. Come see your pastor and feel, find a gap and feel it. And I'm telling Amen. you, it's going to be awesome, 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 awesome. Once again, you are all welcome. We have with us Pastor Michael Jr. And I'm telling you, the man is blessing, blessing my spirit. Van Jay, you are welcome. Sandra Akwaba, God bless you. Nice to have you with us again today. And I look forward to see you in church tomorrow. Sandra, God bless you. Say hi to Louisa, your sister, for us. God richly bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, keep sharing, keep sharing. We have about 15 minutes to go. And there will be part two next uh, uh, on the 5th of March. Um, um, uh, so make sure you are with us. I trust you are being blessed. Okay, let's take three more questions and then we'll continue uh, next week and the week after. Now, I taught uh, two weeks ago, I'm teaching on, uh, hi, Sandra, hi, hi. Sandra says, hi, Bishop. Excellent. Glory to God. Odufukai says, like father, like son. And Mama B said, yes, sir. We were in every department. And they were not appreciating us for it. They were insulting us and then teaching us like, <laughs> I mean, they trampled upon and looked down. I mean, I was poverty stricken. I had zero. I had nothing. We were, we had nothing. I see, we were not looking to bear. We were That's serving it. God. That's it. Oh, That's my it. God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We were not congratulated. We were not giving any certificate. We were not praised. We were not, I mean, they just come to church, come, everything is done, and then they could leave. I mean, because we were not, the Bible says, serve Christ. Everything you are doing in church or your job, in your business, the Bible says, serve Christ. Everything you are doing on your in your church, in your family, in your business, on your job, it says, serve the Lord Christ. Everything yes. you are doing, what Pastor Michael has been doing is serving Christ. Serving Christ, all the pastors that I have in our church, 
their focus is serving Christ. No accolades, no salary, no, no, no bonus, no certificate, no crown, serving Christ. And all of us must catch this spirit, must catch this spirit. You know, recently when you put that thing on the House of Judah platform, yes, sir. about the, uh, um, the need to acknowledge Bishop, this, this, this. The comments that were coming from those who went on the platform to give their comments, it all boils down to one thing, which I'm going to mention to church tomorrow. It all boils down to all those characteristics they were displayed, they were, they were listed. It's a spirit. It's a spirit of service. It's mm -hmm. a spirit of humility. It's a spirit of selflessness. It's a spirit of zeal. It's a spirit of excellence. It is a spirit. It's not, it is a spirit to cultivate. It's a spirit. Bishop is this, is kind of sacrificial. All those things that they were saying and the things like compliments it's a spirit you crave for. I want to be selfless. I want to be humble. I want to serve. It's a spirit. Once you catch that spirit, it's easy to manifest. It's easy to manifest. So, once again, God bless you. You are really blessing us. You are really blessing us. God bless you. Let's take three more questions and then we'll continue um, next week. Hallelujah. And the week after. Now, recently I've been teaching on the vital role of pastors and how the gift, the gift is the gift in the pastor is perfect. But the vessels are not perfect. And that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So the gift in pastors, ministers, the fivefold ministry is perfect, but the vessel is not perfect. Now, and many were blessed by that particular statement. How is it how important is it for us to focus? On the gift of the fivefold ministry, the gift in God's vessels and not their personality and not their countenance or behavior. How important is it? Because when Jesus was ascending, he said he gave gifts unto men. How important is it for churches, congregations to understand that their pastor is a gift to them and to see them as gifts? How important is that for their benefit? For the other, yes, how important is that? It's extremely important, um, of, of the utmost importance, if you will. Um, no, no one is perfect. You know, I, I sit here, I sit here as a man. My father sits here as a man. And one thing my, my dad has taught us is that you, we, we must all remember that we're, we're, we're men of God. But first and foremost, we're men mm. before we're of God. Mm. So in being a man, we're not perfect. We have flaws. We make mistakes. But it's, it's the of God part that needs to be focused on where God has given us gifts and he's given us revelations and insight inside of us that is meant to change lives, transform destinies and, and save people from, from hurt, torment, toil, destruction, damnation and, and help yeah. ultimately. So it's important to look beyond the outside and look towards the inside. You know, um, there's an expression which has kind of evaded me at the moment. Ah, never judge a book by its cover. Right. So the book cover is almost like the outside of man. And then the inside of the book, which is the content, which is the body, which is the Powerful. everything, Powerful. is the is the God. Powerful. So the inside of a book is God. The outside of the book is man. So the, the outside of man can look attractive, but it carries no weight. It carries no vision and it can be flawed, you know. The outside of a book 
get oh bishop you're gonna like this one yeah and you're free to use it no no time and offering bishop <laughs> no time and offering yeah the outside of the book is easy to get damaged yeah but the inside Ooh. of the book can still look pristine powerful even when the outside is damaged and the outside is, is man sometimes we look flawed sometimes we make mistakes because we're not perfect we're not god but the God inside us is what we focus on. That's where the, 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 the blessing is, where the yeah. content is, where the life transforming information mm. and revelation is. And that's the part that we really need to focus on. I, I you know, I, um, my, my father is my father and he will be the first person to tell you that he's not perfect. He's come from a long way. I remember, you know, for those of you who know the story, when I was a little wee 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 child, <laughs> you know, went to the shop in the days of poverty. All I said is, Daddy, Daddy, crisp, crisp. And then, what, what do you mean crisp? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, it, the days of poverty are bad. You know, that's why Bishop says poverty is a bad boy. Um, yeah. But in, in, in understanding, that was, that was the man side. That was the, the flesh. That was our mm. the flesh. But then growing up, regardless of, of the hardships and those times, I looked at the, at the God inside of the man. So mm. even when, um, my, my dad showed imperfections. My mother showed imperfections. Whoever, whoever was around me showed imperfections. I understood that. Well, we're all working out our salvation daily with fear and trembling. So I need to look beyond the, 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 the outward anger and look deeper into the God that is within the man that is saving souls, selfless, sacrificial, um, always giving, ne never wanting but always giving this, this man here, people, if he wants anything, it's the betterment and the salvation of people. That's, that's, that, that's, that's just, that's just about it. That's literally just about it. So, um, it's, it's a thing of, we're not perfect. And it's important, you know, everyone who's watching this stream, it's important that you have to, you have to understand that regardless of whether we're men of God, women of God, Christians, Nobody is perfect. We're all chasing to be like Christ on a day-to-day -day basis. It's no one's job to judge. Let God be judge overall. It's our job to love each other. It's our job to, to protect each other and to look after each other and to better each other. So, um, you know, seeing, seeing, living with, living with dad and mom at home, I had to learn quickly that, okay, they're people. They, they, they scar like I scar. They scar like you scar. They, they bleed like we bleed. They hurt like, like everyone. Just because they're people of God doesn't mean that the things that happen in life bounce off them. It, it, everything that happens hits and hurts and we, we won't always deal with things in the right manner each and every time. But we shouldn't expect that from men and women of God because we ourselves don't do that. So I had to learn from a young age that, no, we are human and we are flesh. And, and, and linking back to my dad, he's a man and then he's of God. So the man side can crumble. The man side can make mistakes. But because he's of God, he will always be restored back and God will always bless him. You know, it's not about perfection. It's about chasing Christ each and every day to become more like him. So I encourage each and every one of us. You know, we hear, we hear that pastors have made mistakes and pastors have, 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 you know, stolen money and prophets have done this and done that and da 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 And we're quick to talk. 
don't let's don't put your mouth in things that you know little to none of. Don't put your mouth on nothing. If you, Bishop, I said it. Uh, if I was in their shoes, uh, people say if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that. I would do something different. If I'm, if you were in their shoes, you do the same thing because it's their shoes. Yeah, it's you're, you're putting yourself in their position. So everything that they've had to experience to make that bad decision or good decision, that's what you're going to experience. You know, so it's it's important for us not to judge and just pray. Pray for your leaders. I work I work in a, a place that is very challenging. And I'm, I'm, I'm always having to remind myself, first and foremost, that, okay, I need to pray more for this place. And I need to pray for our leaders. I don't need to like my leaders to pray for them. I need to pray for them because that's, that's, that's who my leader is. So if this is where I'm meant to be, whether it's church or work or wherever it is, if this is where I'm meant to be, I need to pray. I need to pray for them that they will make godly decisions, good decisions, decisions that favor God's people, Decisions that favor the children, decisions that favor those who work in that place. You know, it's it's important that we pray more than we criticize. Powerful, powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I trust you are being blessed. But the fuck I say proud parents, Bishop and Mama Bichali, my son is teaching you know, My son is teaching. You know, I was telling them now now I can go to Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, this guy, I told him from the beginning, this man is loaded with his mother's wisdom, <laughs> God's wisdom, his mother's wisdom, his father's wisdom, and his own wisdom, and wisdom of our, our, our spiritual uh, grandparents. My Amen. Goodness. Amen. What a joy, what a joy, what a joy. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue this uh, in, in two weeks. Um, next week, we'll see how it goes. Maybe next week, if 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 the if God permits, he he will we will be interviewing each other. He will interview me, and I'll interview him. We'll do it <laughs> back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. But let's take this final question for 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 today, and then we'll see <laughs> how it goes. Now, uh, let's talk about youth, the youth, yeah, the youth children. I I want to see what we'll be able to touch on the MPKs, fastest kids. The challenges of pastors' kids, but let's look at. You work with kids, you work yes, with sir. children, you work with youth, you work with pupils, students. Um, a lot, a lot of teaching and mentoring kids. What are some of the challenges of youth, especially the millennials of today, and how to meet it and how to motivate them? Now we have the name Generation Z. Generation Z, a reference to the fact that it's the second generation after Generation X. Continue the alphabetical sequence from Generation Y, which is the millennials. So Generation Z, colloquially also known as the Zoomers. Uh, researchers and popular media use the mid to late 1990s as starting birth years. Now, what are some of the challenges of the youth, Generation X, Generation uh, Z, the millennials, the youth of our day, and how do we mentor them and how do we encourage them to meet their expectations? Okay, so uh, the, the, one of the key challenges that comes to mind immediately is um, social media mm. and the things, the, the world is now available through social media. Yeah. Um, even Even when I was growing up, 
the world was not available through social media at all. At all. And it was... I preferred it because there was there were certain things that you were just protected from, um, yeah. not exposed to at an age that you can't understand or comprehend it. Unfortunately, now um, the children are exposed and open to so many different things that they 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 haven't had any life experience to understand why they're seeing what they're seeing or why they're watching what they're watching or why they're hearing what they're hearing. And then they're adapting it, not understanding the consequences that it's having in their lives and then in the lives of those um, who are around them. So the um, it's almost like the appreciation for life has gone out the window for the modern the modern generation where if you to take a life because someone looked at you cross-eyed is, is okay, it's acceptable because social media or certain modern day music tell you that if someone looks at you one way you can you can you can take them out uh, not understanding that that's a life and that's a destiny and that's a purpose mm. that you've just eliminated from the world um so the importance of life has gone out the window um social media has has opened children's eyes up and minds up to things that they're not ready for so with me from my perspective it's it's important to show the loo- show, show the youth um and children love and understand that God is love that 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 concept and that that truth is every generation whether it's generation x y z or a b wherever the next ones are to come um thereafter it's it's important to because social media is out there there's no there's no stopping it there's no pulling it back so for the youth that are in our children are in our own households it's important to regulate what they see and do what what mum did for me and Kez outside of social media when there was no social media was was beautiful she took interest and time in her children yeah the youth today need and the children of today need us and I'm talking parents I'm talking godparents I'm talking adults they need us to take time for them and show interest in them because only when you take time and show interest in a child can you then also easily or more easily pour into that same child you know um, we live in a time where where some some parents are forced to work round the clock and they have no time for their children so if you have no time for your children i'll tell you right now social media has all time for your children so if 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 social media and other people and other aspects are pouring more into our children than we are, we're in trouble. Yeah. And the next generation is in trouble. <laughs> and the next generation is in trouble because yeah. it, if it's not broken, if it's not stopped, it will become an, a new cycle, a vicious cycle where they're being taught how to live their lives by people who don't know them and who don't have their interests at heart. Yeah, Most people don't go on social media to benefit others. They go in it as a, as a means of entertainment or, or money making so if this is what we're teaching our children we're, it's, it's, we're in trouble so for us as adults pastors teachers ministers youth leaders um teachers support staff uh, every single one of us who have either have children or have children in our circle it's for us to show love show the love of god and take time take time and take interest 
in these children so that we can also pour into them. Um, I was taught in one of our um, training sessions at work that children respond better to, to, to adults that they like. Mm. And as much as I'm, my, my first priority is not to be liked by children, um, as much as it is to educate them and help them, if I take time, take interest in them, they're going to draw to me. And if, as they draw to me, I can then encourage them. I can then um, inspire them. So if it's in the house of God, I can give them the word of God. If it's in the workplace or outside in the world, I can use godly teachings, godly traits, godly ways of living and just adapt it to my environment so that it can be received by each child. So I think what we need to do in this time for our children is take time for them, make time for them. Don't just assume that because you're providing for them or you're giving them the clothes that they need or the, the latest trainers or the latest games that, no, I'm doing my part as a father, as a mother. No, no, no. What you guys showed me is that you took time with me and Kez and you poured into us. You, you, you showed that you loved us, not by the things you gave, the material that you gave us, but by showing us the love of God in our lives. And that's what, that's what took root. That's what was embedded down. So now as we've grown older and life comes and it hits us left, right and center, the same things that you gave us, you know, I can't look, I can't hold on to the trainers you gave me when I was 12 to help me, um, battle the, 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 the challenges in life. I can't hold on to the PS4 that you, you got me or, or the, the PSP that I wanted and you didn't get me. None of that matters now. What matters now is what have I been taught? What has been poured into my, in my heart, in my life growing up that I can use to fight the, the demonic things that I'm seeing on social media, the, yeah. the, the temptations that are out there. This, that's what I use now. So that's what we need to pour into our youth and into our children. Awesome. Awesome. Serious, serious wisdom, serious wisdom, serious wisdom. Pastor Michael Jr., we appreciate you for joining us today. Haley Klein, God bless you for joining us. Everyone that has joined us today, we appreciate you for joining us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. God richly bless. We're going to round up and then we're going to continue this uh, next week uh, uh, on the 5th of March, on the 5th of March. So don't miss this opportunity um, to be with us in the next session. In the meantime, I'd like to encourage everyone to share this on Instagram, all the social media platforms. Share this segment with everybody you know, share this everywhere. Pass it on, share it everywhere, all the social media platforms, share your family, friends, church members, everybody. It's a loaded segment where we'll dealt with a couple of stuff. Next time we meet Pastor Michael, we'll be talking about marriage, we'll be talking about um, the challenges of being a firstborn, the challenges of being a parent, the challenges Ooh. of being uh, a pastor's, a pastor's cha the challenges of MPKs, ministers MPKs. and pastors. So uh, I don't want you to, to, to miss this segment at all. Uh, I don't know what's happening next week, Saturday. That's why I've not said anything. <laughs> Look out for next Saturday. Look out for next Saturday as well as the fifth. If everything goes well, we'll bring him back next week, Saturday. But definitely on the 5th of March, we're going to continue. So look out for next week. We're going to keep uh, 
pushing this. And we're going to talk about money matters as well. And also how Pastor Michael has juggled the role of being a husband, a man, a father, a priest, and a king in his home. <laughs> we're going to be dealing with all that. I believe if you have been blessed by Pastor Michael's ministry, somebody put a, a, a bless you, Pastor Michael, in the comment box. Let's appreciate this powerful gift. Let's appreciate this powerful gift. Let's appreciate this powerful gift. Now, as we close, I want to encourage everyone. We have two programs coming up. And Pastor Michael, I'd like you to comment on these two, two programs that we have coming up and to encourage everybody to become a part of it. The first one is our impartation service on 6th of March. The first Sunday, I want all of you to pay attention. Tomorrow's service in House of Judah is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome where we're dealing with catching the spirit of your leader. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss tomorrow's service. It's going to be awesome. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen uh, in House of Judah, West Croydon, 387 London Road in West Croydon. It's going to be an awesome session. Awesome session. 11 a.m. To 1 p.m. in House of Judah in the heart of Credit. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. But on the 6th of March, the first Sunday in March, we're going to have an impartation service. Many people have regrets about their wasted years, the years they have yes. wasted, when they, yes, be, what they should have done in the, between the years of 0 and 25. They are between 25 and 50 and they've not been able to achieve it. So, we're going to be dealing with the subject, Restore My Wasted Years. The whole of March in House of Judah, we're dealing with restoration, restoration, restoration. So, rest, Restore My Wasted Years is the theme mm. for 6th of March. It's a special invitation service. Yvonne Minta, God bless you. God bless you. Restore My Wasted Years is the service and invitation, special. We feel in our spirit something is going to break on that day. So, all roads lead to House of Judah on the 6th of March, restore my wasted years. Pastor Michael, how important is it for everybody to find their way to House of Judah on the 6th of March to be part of restore my wasted years? Yeah, there's there's no other place to be. If you don't have your own web-based church, you yeah. need to find yourself in House of Judah. I will be passing this on to everybody because... Yeah. Um, this theme, Bishop, is is something that touches each and every person worldwide. There is no there is no exemptions. We all have that thought um, from time to time um, of of having regrets. And I remember speaking to someone yesterday. I don't remember who it was. I'm having the same conversation today with, with, with Bianca, my wife. Love you, babe. Um, about lessons or regrets. Yeah. And how you how you perceive the things that have happened, and we all have we all have regrets, and we, I pray that we've learnt from some of those regrets. But there's time being wasted. There has there's time that's been wasted. Sometimes you can never ever get back. Mm. You can never ever get back. So it's important that we sometimes understand that in order to just accept it and then move forward. Certain things, if you can't accept and and don't take in, you can never truly move forward. So. When, when, when we're looking at a theme, restore my wasted years, we need to know lessons and life principles that we need to adapt and adopt and live in order to have our wasted years restored. Because with God, all things are possible. Everything is possible in Christ. 
which is why I really encourage each and every one of us to be in House of Judah um, on the first Sunday in March. It will be magnificent. It will be life changing. It truly will be impartation. So please find yourself in House of Judah on this day. Awesome. Awesome. Finally, our High Achievers Masterclass. High Achievers. High Achievers has been going on. Next month will be two years. Two years of High Achievers every Saturday afternoon at 12 p.m. It's been awesome. And we're going to have a special High Achievers Masterclass where reserved is a paid event. You need to register now. Uh, can one of you, Mama B or Deborah, can you put the, uh, can you put the uh, website, michaelhattonwood.org, for them to take the details and register? The High Achievers Masterclass is going to happen on the 12th of March. Just after the Restore My Wasted Years, we're having the next Saturday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. There's a masterclass, a Zoom meeting. I'm going to teach on 20 self-development tips you must engage in 2022, how to be self-motivated and become a motivator. By the grace of God, I've written 43 books, 43 books, and we're going to teach you on how to become a bestseller, a best, a publisher, a best-selling author, and how to raise generational leaders, how to stop living from paycheck to paycheck, and five major keys to discovering your purpose. So, Take the website, go there, and register for the High Achievers Masterclass. It's going to be awesome. Don't miss it for anything. Don't miss it for anything. The website is going to come at the bottom of the screen. Take the details and register 12th of March. 12th of March. 12th of March. Register for the High Achievers Masterclass. Pastor Michael, would you like to pray for our guests as we close the cemeteries? Tyrese, brother Tyrese, that's Sister Bianca's brother and Pastor Michael Jr.'s brother-in-law. <laughs> God bless you, Tyrese. God bless you. Everyone, share, share, share. And don't miss next week and the following week is going to be awesome. So the details, michaelhattonwood.org, michaelhattonwood.org, michaelhattonwood.org. No, it's michaelhatton-wood.org. Michael, is anybody there? Please put the website, michaelhatton-wood.org so they can go there and register for the masterclass. michaelhatton-wood.org to register for the High Achievers Masterclass. Pastor Michael, would you like to pray for everyone on the platform as we close the session today? Yes, sir. Thank you, Bishop. Father Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for an opportunity to come together both myself and my father and for everyone who's viewing us live and for those who will watch back both on, both on Instagram, Facebook and any other platform. Father Lord, we pray that the word that has been shared today and the information that's been shared today will change lives, will bless lives and, and will make us better people, better believers, better fathers, mothers, parents. Um, and we can take everything we've learned this day and use it in our lives. Help us to show love. Help us to be excellent in everything that we do. Help us to show passion and be passionate in everything we do, both in the house of God and outside of the house of God. We thank you, Lord, for more grace and wisdom and strength to become all that you have destined us to be. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.
God bless you all for joining us today. Don't forget to join us. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen for our church service. You can join us on Facebook at HOJ City Church if you are watching from outside London. And if you are in the heart of London, North London, South London, East London, West London, Central London, outside London, join us in West Croydon. Hallelujah. House of Judah, First Floor 387 London Road, three minutes walk from Mayday Hospital, and five minutes pass drive from West Croydon Station. Don't miss it for anything. The website is right there. Register for the High Achievers Masterclass. It's going to be awesome, awesome. Thank you all for joining us today. Everyone on Instagram, everyone on Facebook, and everyone on YouTube. God bless you. And see you in church and apply what you've learned. And remember, share, share, share everything you have learned here today. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. God richly bless you all. God bless Pastor Michael. Thank you once again for being here. Bless you, Bishop. You are blessed. Hallelujah.